There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, it's finally Friday. We made it. The week is almost done here. We're hanging out with Julia and Brittany today, and let's start off this Friday with a big thank you to all you my talkers for all you've done for us here with a light and are trying to get some money to Ukraine. So let's start out with one of these. Hey, professional, will you turn your mic on? Oh, that's me. There you go. She's outing me. Listen to this, you guys. $106,065 have been raised by 1,258 people this week. Um, It's extremely wonderful what all of you, our MyTalk listeners, have done for um, the people of Ukraine and our partnership with a light... um, Foundation, because um, nonprofits, excuse me, this this money is going right to the people who need the um, the warm blankets, yes. the wheelchairs, the strollers, the medication, the feminine products, the anything you name it. And they're on the ground in Poland and in other places helping people that have been displaced from Ukraine. And we're talking over two million people now. So it's just unbelievable. I was listening this morning. um, I think I caught the tail end of Steve and Donna's show. And I don't know if it's an experience anymore. I think it might have a new name, like the Steve and Donna extravaganza. I think they're working their names okay. through the E's. Okay. Um, enlightenment, you know, whatever they're going to call it. But I think <laughs> the name changes daily. Yeah. But it was unbelievable how many people donated in this like extremely short period of time. They were just saying, let's just get to $100,000. And bing, 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 bing. All these people donate. It was so cool to listen to. That's so cool. I just love it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? There's this heaviness, right? Like we're all carrying around because there's so much going on. and, And you just feel like there's nothing you can really do about it. And I just love being a part. I mean, I love being a listener of my talk. And I love, luckily, like you guys let me in the building as well. But like. Today's your last day. I know. I know. You already started cutting up my ID card. I did. But like, there's something even if it's small or whatever, you know, I wasn't able to give a whole lot of money, but just like a little bit where you just feel like you're doing something. And my talk is with connecting with somebody who, you know, with a group that literally has boots on the ground and you know is using every dollar, every penny, every cent wisely. It feels so good. I'm like, sh- I can't believe $106,000. I know. I know. If what? You, I know. And if you guys want to donate, just go to my talk 1071, click on my talkers for Ukraine or, Type in keyword Ukraine and you can donate. It's simple. It's really easy. And um, it would just, it's just, it's humbling. I mean, it's amazing. I was thinking of our conversation we have with Sarah Hartman, who's Mm -hmm. the COO for Alight. 
And it was after midnight in Poland when she was talking to us on Wednesday at about 4.30. And she was just talking about how cold it is. It is so cold there. It's winter. It is winter. She had on two pair of pants. She's from Minnesota, you know. And just how people don't have blankets. You know, you just grab whatever you could. So that was huddling around like McDonald's were letting them in, you know, I had to lean all these places in Poland were just opening their doors to people. And it was just, yeah, the, it, a lot. It's cool. It's, it's cool. Now, another big thing happened today, Grant. Um, I don't know if you're willing to share Brittany. What? But Brittany's an exercise class oh, today. No. <laughs> She's, what happened? Brittany, oh, what wow. happened? We're people, telling this story. People okay, are recognizing right. her, her. Okay, well, it's not great, Grant. So I was at an exercise class that I go to on Fridays called Mix It Up. And, you just and she's do, six months pregnant. Six months pregnant. And I'm, you know, I would say I'm putting in about like 70% effort. I'm Which is a lot. Jumping around in this little BOSU, kind of just like lifting my knees up here and there. Um, just trying to get my heart rate up. And I'm like, kind of got this little smile because it's I'm not going that hard. And all of a sudden my face goes super serious. And I love this teacher. And she, she all of a sudden goes, Brittany, are you okay? And in my head, I was like, do I tell the class out loud? I think I peed my leggings. <laughs> <laughs> There's only like five people in the class, but that's a lot to publicly go. Yeah, I think I, I peed just my leggings. My like I just, I shouldn't be moving this much or, you know, just like there's a mo- weird moment. Luckily I didn't, but I just said, um, I go, I, I, I think I got to the bathroom. So I like ran out of there. Who knows what they thought? But then um, it was so funny, Grant. And then, <laughs> After she goes, awesome. I realized during class you're Brittany from my talk. Oh, she knew who you were. Who is that? <laughs> no, it was like well, one she of those had things. on a sweatshirt and my oh, talk. Cool. Leggings. You're that such a awesome. liar. No, it was like one of those funny moments where you're like, oh, was it when I like publicly said I have to run, go to the bathroom, and <laughs> ran out of there? Like, was it that? Like the the no pride moment? Was oh. like oh. huge. Yeah, you definitely have no shame on the radio, and I love you for that. Oh, That's true. Brittany. And, and but but it's so real, you know. Yeah, when you're pregnant, 100%. things happen. You don't know what's happening, and it's it's wonderful that you share that because oh, I think it just so, makes everyone else feel normal. It was just such. Even a if you're funny. not pregnant, sometimes yeah, people right. wonder, Did I just? Yeah. Did I, it was literally like I couldn't. I was like stop, like shocked in my stance. I was like because I had this extreme had to pee, and then all of a sudden it went away really quickly, oh, and I was no. like, oh no, is this a new feeling? Is this. Is this my new life? Is this what's happening to me? Is this who me? I am now? I know. Happens. So, You're yeah. So, uh, so Eden Prairie uh, Community Center won't let me back in the building anymore. No. No. She's, they, they're giving her they- pads at the door. <laughs> <laughs> she made a little, you know, That's they had to fine. clean off the BOSU ball and, a little extra. You're hanging, around, uh-huh. you're hanging around with your dogs too much. You're starting to mark your territory. There you go. True that. You oh. know, I watch. Okay, so. After tennis last night, which it's so hard when you start tennis matches at 9 p.m. That's insane, and I've okay. done it. It's it's you, Because the problem is you come home, and you're on an adrenaline rush. Yeah, till 2.30 in the morning. I don't even do anything on the weekends after 9. Like, I, I don't know. know how you're doing this. Well, this, because it's fun. I know, I know. Because it's fun. Yes, and yes. so I got home um, last night, and I tell, I think I've been saying I've been a little bit on a Bridget Jones diary run. And so nice. the third installation is Bridget has a baby. I don't mm-hmm. know the title of it. Yeah, yeah. But it's she doesn't know who the dad is, if it's Mark Darcy or if it's the beautiful Patrick Dempsey from Grey's Anatomy. Win win. Win it totally. <laughs> Eeny meeny miny mo I'll catch them both. Yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> so but when the baby came out and I'm exhausted at this point, I burst into tears and I thought, Brittany, you are so lucky. You're having a baby. That newborn 
is the most when it come first comes out and you're just like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. I mean, you will die. I was just dying for you, and I'm kind of like getting teary. Last it's night, like, I made a note so I wouldn't forget about it because it is. <laughs> you're almost there. I mean, you're six months. I it, I really haven't thought the process through. Like I haven't. I've thought more about the aftercare. I know yes. that we've talked about padsicles and, yes. and things like that. I really haven't. I don't think I've even thought about the idea of having this newborn. And and again, I don't take it lightly at all. I mean, I know I complain here that. and there, you but it took that. us, you know, over two and a half years to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so I, we, we are elated, but we also, every day I wake up and if I feel her kick, I go, oh my God, I still can't believe this is real. Like. <laughs> Isn't that wild? It's, and we haven't been around young people. You know, my friends are a little older and not, you know, making babies anymore. So it's just so much fun to have that energy and to think of how this miracle is happening. And it's so, you're going to die. It's so cute. And you know, so I keep cute. thinking too is like, there's so many, I have so many lovely people. You included Grant, all these people that like, my baby just gets to automatically get this community and i know that sounds really emo but like yeah i was just like think about all the things you know they they where you grew up and all these people that have impacted your life and i'm just like at this point in my life i feel so lucky i mean my talk is just like like if if she gets to come in here ever how lucky she is okay absolutely i'm getting my polar bear shot or whatever (laughs) shot you're making me get (laughs) i'm gonna make her a little my talk onesie it's gonna be perfect Cute. Oh God, yeah, it's going to be awesome. And we still are giving away naming rights if we want to raise more money for uh, Ukraine. <laughs> Absolutely, and I want to recognize Donald, who just yeah. gave um, money dedicated. Oh gosh, he went down dedicated to the people of Bilsa Terviska, and you know I'm not pronouncing it right. Right, my wife worked with orphans and peoples with disabilities. There, our hearts, our hearts go out to everybody. I want to thank Catherine. I want to thank um, Tracy, Francis. Boy, people are generous. Susan. In memory of her maternal grandparents that immigrated to America from Poland at 14 years old and 16 years old. And just um, so many people, Carla, Anonymous, Shelly, Nancy. Thank you, everybody, for your generous, generous donations for the people um, of Ukraine. We're going to take a quick break. And I couldn't have been more delighted with who was in the clubhouse last night. We'll talk about it. Thanks, Grant. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us today. And, you know, we've been all week collecting money for the people who have been displaced, the refugees from Ukraine, and have partnered with the Alight um, organization, nonprofit here out of the Twin Cities, who have people on the ground over in Poland and other areas where people are um, moving out of Ukraine and going to. And we've been talking to them this week about how important it is to get just basic necessities to the people on the ground over there, how cold it is. It's like a really cold Minnesota winter and people are going across the border and waiting in lines for like six hours to cross the border with no, no warm blankets, no, not enough mittens, not enough medication, not enough diapers. We talked when we talked to Sarah the other day, she talked about how they had to get a wheelchair for people. I mean, just all these basic necessities that, um, that a light is providing for our people and it's just the generosity of the my talk people is unbelievable right now what are we at we're at a one hundred six thousand six hundred and fifteen dollars which is so huge we want to thank everybody for your generous donations if you want to donate you just need to go to my talk 1071 type in keyword ukraine and it's simple it's easy and a lot of people are leaving notes 
Carla, Carla just sent uh, in some money and it dedicated to LoJ, to Brittany and Amp, Baby Grant, Baby, the baby. <laughs> she, I don't think she named the baby. Grant for his laughs amid the dark times and a light for their amazing work. Catherine, Harmony, Anonymous, Kristen, Susan, in memory of her maternal grandparents that immigrated to America. I mean, the, Tracy, the donations just keep coming. And, and this is... This is just day five and how many people and how everyone, I think everyone feels really good about being a part of something and helping out because I think we have all seen the devastation that's going on in the Ukraine and how helpless we all feel. Yeah. So this is just, this is fantastic. So again, thank you everybody. Um, keep it coming for crying out loud. It's amazing. It's amazing. My talkers are amazing. I know. It I just, just feel blows so, me away. I feel so lucky to be a listener. And, you know, sometimes I come inside the building. <laughs> I don't want to brag. We don't want to brag. She comes in every once in a while. I but anywho, in. it's it's just great. And what's happening right now that's kind of funny is that um, I opened a bottle of um, sparkling water. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. red. And we have um, our um, friends at Channel 5 up here right now that are going to shoot this and put it on the news tonight so or later funny. today. And I'm in a really cute new white blouse from Everive. Oh, and no. I've got, and I'm looking all cute. I didn't know I was on TV today and I just look this good every day anyway. <laughs> um, and so and I. I'm single. And, and, oh, and I'm single. So this is a day. <laughs> this is a dating application too tonight while I'm on the news. So I open up my sparkling butter and it goes all over oh, my white blouse. About three seconds before we have to start. Oh, no. That's what, that's what all the movement in yes. there was. Oh, okay, no, I spilled okay. all over myself, so we've had to readjust the clothes and everything. Which she is, almost took my maternity talk. Which is classic for, for how things roll around here. It is. But, it's perfect. Oh, my gosh. So this will probably be on the Channel 5 News at 4, 5, 6, 10. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, um, again, thank you. And Colleen... Just um, sent money in memory of her Polish great-grandmother. Daniel sent money. It really is just so cool what everybody's doing to help out um, with the efforts of the folks. I mean, we're going on two weeks that this has been going on already, and it's just unbelievable. But thank you, everybody. Okay, so last night in the clubhouse, who was sitting there? Brooke Shield. Brooke Shield, the fabulous Brooke Shield, and she's sitting next to Sam Hewen, who you ask, because I know you don't know, he is Jamie from Outlander. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Jamie. And he's uh, he's Scottish. And so he speaks so oh, lovely. Okay. So lovely. And I don't know if we're going to have a lot of time to get to some of the audio, but I just want to tell you, Grant, we'll do it when we come back. Yeah, that's just, fine. Yeah. Um, watch what happens live with Andy Cohen. Let's watch what yeah. happens live. So, so Brooke Shields um, was telling a story about... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Who she's met. Andy's asking her, who have you met? Who haven't you met? And he says, Madonna. And she's like, yes. And, he, and he, he, she said, back in the day, she was on the list, off the list, and on the list. And she doesn't know what makes that happen. But she did add, she saved 
Madonna's son Rocco from drowning in a pool once. She really? saved him. Oh. So that was kind of a cool Very story cool. that we didn't know okay, about. Okay, if you save someone's kid from drowning, you should always be on the list. Yes. <laughs> I think, Automatic I, godparent. I totally like, agree. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. She's, he said, have you met any Beatles? And she said, yes. She's met Paul and George. Has she <laughs> met the Pope? No, but she really wants to. Has she met an astronaut? And she says, yep. And he wants her to name one. And she's like, Andy, give me a name. Give me a name. John Glenn. Yeah, him. <laughs> um, asked if she okay. met Serena Williams. And? and she said no. Oh, really? And remember, she was married to Andre Agassi. Yeah, so you think that would, yeah. Because she said, I was married to that tennis guy. And so, but I've met his wife, who was Steffi Graf. Oh, okay. Um, and then she said, Liza Minnelli, he asked, because everyone wants to meet Liza. And she said, yes, we were doing a photo shoot on an island. There were only five of us. Yeah. And Liza just broke out into tune with her piano player and did the concert. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, would you die? I would die. I'm Liza with a Z. And then who else has she met? Um, lots of other people. She still has her Kelvin Kleins. Her jeans? Remember, nothing comes between me and my Kelvin Kleins. And it still doesn't. No, she can't fit in them. Her 15-year-old daughter wears them, though. Oh, that's pretty cool. Isn't that kind of fun? I mean, that would be pretty cool. And she said she has two pairs. And uh, she, like you, Grant, saves everything. Yeah, sounds like it. it you know? A little se- bit, yeah. Seriously. Mm-hmm. But who wouldn't save your Calvin Klein jeans after that? I think that would be the hardest part about being in that industry is, like, you'd want to save every item of clothing from everything. And she, she brings that up. She talks about how they prevent that. They, like... And I have that in the audio for later, but she talks about how they like cut holes in things. Is that what you they say cut what, holes? Because I miss that. Yeah, what do so they we, say? They cut holes in the stuff so that the parents and all the kids don't take the stuff when they're modeling it. It's kind of unique that 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 happens. So yeah, so they'll, they'll when they try it on when they're kids, she said that they would cut holes in this stuff so they wouldn't take it home with them. What a waste! I know. What that's, a waste. Why yeah. not just give it to them? When they want them wearing it, isn't that something, Grant? And we'll hear more about that. Yeah. All right, we've got a lot coming back up. You're listening to my talk. Thank you, everybody, for all your donations it's really it's wonderful and happy friday and thank you sunshine we'll be right back this is larry and julia my talk well you know ed sheeran is in court right now fighting the case he's been fighting it this week about you know copyright infringement people are saying that he borrowed some of the lyrics for his song shiver not this no shape of you shape of you does it feel like it's more prevalent than ever that that's happening it is dua lipa is also in court right now and Uh, Katy perry just won here hold on I gotta find it. <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely happening. I mean, like we said earlier too, this stuff happens all the time. It's hard to find any music that's really new, you well, know, that isn't a version was, of something. I was so surprised, and Lori was so adamant that Blurred Lines sounded like um, the Marvin Gaye song. And when the Marvin Gaye right, that was um, big. Estate sued Robin Thicke and Pharrell. I think did it with him. I can't remember right now. Yes. Um, I said no. It's not that much, but when they said it did infringe on the copyright that was a big precedent setting case which is uh, opened the doors for a lot of people to do it so here's the one with um Katy Perry um she was um being ordered to pay previously ordered to pay 2.79 million dollars because they said that she plagiarized a hit song by Dark um Dark her hit song Dark Horse you know mm-hmm. they said she plagiarized it from Christian rapper Flames track and the appeal court had originally ruled that she had to pay them all this money. So it was a 3-0 decision in the Ninth District Court of Appeals said Flame did not deserve the damages for copyright infringement over a musical pattern. He said Perry borrowed from his song Joyful Noise. And so Flame and two other plaintiffs 
were previously awarded that kind of money, including 550000 from Perry and one point two nine from her label Capital Records. So this is kind of a big deal. Yeah. So they didn't, you know, I get mean, their money back. And do they have to show up? Our... I don't think you have to show up in court if you, first of all, Zoom has changed everything, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm airing out my shirt. You from, are buttoning it wrong, too. From the red pop that I spilled on myself right before the TV segment. Yeah, you, you're going to be on TV tonight. Ooh, we don't know what it'll be on. But I'm glad because we'll get more publicity for our, um, raising money for Ukraine. And, and maybe other people will donate. Maybe we'll get you a laundry sponsorship after that. Well, Patrick, red. Yeah, laundry, you laundry by Patrick. I'm gonna already call Patrick, oh. our laundry evangelist. Um, so, um, anywho, we were talking before the break. Sam Hewen, who plays Jamie on Outlander, who, if you watch it, it's hard not to be in love with him. You gotta look and him up. Brooke Shields watches Outlander and is crazy for Sam Hewen. And she told her husband before she went on, I'm with Sam Hewen. Yeah, so just whatever happens. In the clubhouse, stays in the clubhouse <laughs> kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And so here is Andy's in love with Sam Ewan. And this show started out last night. Andy Cohen is asking Sam, are you single or not? And he's like defined single. Mm-hmm. So this is this is always an interesting one. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, like, are you with anyone right now? And he goes, well, what is that? What do you mean by that? You know, he's being very... <laughs> You know, non-transparent. It, we are and just kind of saying Wishy-washy, whatever. Yeah. But then, so Andy wants to, when he likes someone, he like makes them go a little further. So he has this new segment, and I swear he just invented it for Sam's guest appearance last night. <laughs> pillow talk, where they eat. There is a pillow that Sam put up against his head, and Brooke Shields on the opposite side yeah. of the pillow, and then Andy Cohn has his head up against a pillow. And here are some of the questions that he has. I want to get to know you with sorry, some questions. Sorry, sorry. So, Sam, what's your type of lady? What do you What do you look for in a gal? Oh, like an ex model, but now ex. Well, I'm <laughs> a model that's had a lot of uh, a lot of experience and is beautiful and funny and uh, and smells good. <laughs> what on a scale from one to ten? Ten being the cuddliest. How much of a cuddler are you? Oh, well, I'm definitely a big, I'm very tactile, aren't I, Brooke? And, uh, and yeah, no, I am. I'm, I'm very tactile. So, no, no, yeah, I love a cuddle. That's good. Wow, you like the touch. I love a touch. Um, if you could thing. time travel, yes, what time would you travel to? Oh, to about a couple of hours after this when we're, uh, <laughs> we're, we're on dessert and it's all going really well. Oh. I'm in the room. I can hear you. <laughs> Who was your first celebrity crush, Sam? Brooke. No, you can be honest. Oh, Everybody really, really wants uh, to. Jillian know. Anderson. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and I worked she's with her amazing. afterwards, and I had, you did. Yeah, I had to tell her. She's, do you do you prefer to be the big spoon or the little spoon? Ooh, I think two spoons are good, but uh, I, I'm a big spoon, definitely. Yeah. If you I'm could a have a superpower, what would you want it to be? A superpower? Yeah. Um, I would probably like to. See See people naked. I mean, like, wow, I'm sh- I have a Love feeling it. you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's I working. Think you, I think you have that power, actually. Um, boxers or briefs? Oh, boxers, right? I think you get you get to briefs when you get older. <laughs> are you are you wearing briefs now? What? You no. know Scotsmen don't wear. Oh, oh right, of course. Yeah, what do you wear under your kilt? Uh, nothing. Or. 
if I have to. Yeah. What was the name of your childhood pet, Sam? Uh, Squeaky Bars. Oh. What's the bars. first physical attribute you notice on someone you find attractive? Their eyes. Aww. Isn't he cute? Right. <laughs> but so the the old story is: What do you wear under your kilt? On a good day, nothing but a little lipstick. Right. <laughs> you know, Laurie always says that one. He's so lovely. He was the whole time using that segment to hit on Brooke Shields. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And, and I appreciate that. Because she has such a crush on him. He was just doing it for oh, her. Yeah. It was so sweet. It's so cute. But, I would die. All right. So here's a question for both of you. What? Who was your first celebrity crush? Well, that's a great question. Great question. I probably oh, Carson I Daly. I had a huge crush on Carson Daly. Mine was uh, Jennifer Lopez when I was watching Selena in my uh, Spanish class in like seventh grade, and I knew it from that point forward. Jennifer Lopez. Grant, you yep. were a JLo, and you oh, yeah. were, you know, Carson, Carson Daly. He was on Twitter. I know yeah, who he or, was. Uh, totally. Totally. Yes, totally. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because you know, do you know our story when PRL, yeah. they kind of put a restraining order on me in Vegas when <laughs> Carson Daly? Was no, he so cute in person? Well, we were gambling at the Golden Nugget. I was there with my husband and the family <laughs> and served a lot. Overserved, <laughs> one would say. Maybe. But I was bold because we had just came out with Body Perks, our nipple enhancers. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, oh, my God, there's Carson Daly from TRL Total Request Live on MTV. Everyone watches that. He needs to have these to talk about. Him. Yeah. So Lori isn't with me because I'm with my <laughs> the other family. And um, <laughs> I go up to him and I'm like, Carson, oh, my gosh. And he's got people around. Of course him. he does. To people uh, around him. Crazy people like right? you can't get close to him. And I'm like, I, I, you have to see these. They're going to be on Sex in the City, blah, 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 blah. And he's just looks through me. Which is so fun when people, people, it's a skill set and it's a skill set to still hang in there when you know you're being dismissed. Agreed. (laughs) And perhaps the cocktail. Some would say you're a hero. Maybe. It's a a talent. I was doing, you know, God's work at that point, trying to get him to do it. But, but then suddenly his people are at me and I'm watching Bill, my ex and my sister-in-law and brother-in-law watching me get pushed further and just laughing hysterically as I'm getting pushed further and further and further away from... The threat is officially yeah, out of is. the radius. Yeah. Yep. So it was kind of funny. Yeah. I don't but know he, what. I loved like that tall, skinny kind of... He's not that way anymore. I know he's not. But I still... He's so likable. He married a gal from Minnesota. Yeah. And he's very likable. I thank you. And I used to love he'd have like random fingernails painted... Um, black and it was before it was uh, socially was cool, acceptable. Yeah, right? I just thought, yeah, I don't know what it was. Um, I had stickers of him. I remember from some Cosmo girl or yes. whatever that I had on a like a thing. So I think it was him, but it could have been good. anyone from Blink One Eighty Two. Also, really, yeah, Travis Barker. Yeah, mm. could have been any of them. It was always that like. You like the rocker, edgy look. Yeah. Just kind of the edgy, and tall, the skinny, skinny. Like, that's what Lori likes, too. I know. Her and I always fight over Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson. Oh, my gosh. You guys she would so- win, though. I mean, Lori would win. She's got more je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. We want to thank Laura for her donation. We want to thank Jennifer donation in honor of her mom, Linda Cole. We want to thank Don. We want to thank Anonymous. We want to thank Colleen. Thank you, everybody, for all your donations. Um, that's so cool. Yeah, it was kind of, you know, I feel like Lori and Donnie and I were on the air 18, 18 years and like um, maybe 10 days. 
So will you hit your window between you? Know everything about each other. Yeah. And so when they were asking these questions again, I thought, you know, I don't know these basic things about you guys. Yeah. And the boxer in brief, I thought was a funny dig at at Andy Cohen. He makes a few of them throughout Briefs, that whole he thing. He does. Yeah. He does. Is there another cut in there? Yeah. There's another one where he talks about and reference and he references even holes being cut. You want to talk? Yeah. It's, his, it's it's actually kind of got a Minnesota tie. We'll hear it real okay. quick here. Let's go to Megan and Mark from Minneapolis with a question for Sam. What was it like working with Celine Dion on your new movie, Text for You? And what was the kookiest thing she did on set? So, so I'm doing this new movie with Celine Dion, and it's her first, it was her acting debut, right? Wow. I mean, what an icon, right? Wow. Like she's, she's incredible. But she's not only in the movie, and she's really good, and she's extremely funny, but she's also supplying the music for the movie and wow. oh, written God. a song especially for us. So uh, great. And what's the kookiest thing she did? Um, she is a kook she, she, in the I, best way. She's a she's a kook. No, she's she was amazing. Honestly, yeah. and she's, she's a really good, good mom and she's a good human. Yeah, being. yeah, yeah. She's yeah. a really good human being. I, she's a great. Singer. I can't wait for you guys to see it. She's oh, brilliant. Wow. And the music does, is spectacular. When does it come out? Good question. Yeah. What is the name? What is the name? It, it's a, it's a working title called Text View. It's actually a remake of a, I believe, a German movie, um, and we're not speaking German in this, obviously. But um, it's uh, it's out soon this year, I hope. Are you proud? Are you happy? I'm really happy. So it's excited. supposed to be a comedy, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh, right. What a relief that Yeah. Um, Do I you wanna... mind if I take over the interview? No, go ahead. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, um, Andy, I just want to say, your suit, it's very Scottish. It actually yes, I love it. I didn't think you're right. It's it great. actually really is. Yes. yes. Yeah, I wore it for you. Thank you. <laughs> in the text? I guess if we cut a hole in it, you could keep it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, exactly. He listened. Oh, boy. So many things that could be said there. And the text for you, I'm looking at it, and it is about a, um, a young woman tries to ease the pain of her fiancé's death. By sending romantic texts to his old cell number mm. and forms a connection with the man the number has been reassigned to. And it's Priyanka Chopra, Sam Hewen. It has um, Celine Dion, um, Russell Tovey. It's got a lot of uh, English kind of English cast too. a lot of people that you see in some um, of the, the UK um, TV shows and things. But that's. Right up my alley. I'm going to watch it. Text for you. That's pretty cute. Text for you. It's funny. When he said it, I thought it was like Texas for you, uh, you know, with his accent. Is there any, do you have to do that ever with anybody? Like there's somebody I message on Facebook who passed and I still message him. Do you really? Yeah. Don't, isn't there any, and like, people do that with phones all the time. Yeah, I do. Well, I, have, I have someone that I do. You, oh. Every once in a while. Yeah. You ever do that? No. No. Yeah. Okay, that makes me so sad. It's not sad. It's like, just like, you know, you. it's like more of intentional than just I, saying it out loud. But doesn't someone have that phone number, like the person's family I have or something all, that you're texting? I have my good friends, all of his voicemails, and I put them together and like a song behind it. And it's him making fun of me at times and things like that. And I'll play that when I want to hear him or anything like that. Oh. But I saved all of his voicemails for some reason and randomly had them. And we, the whole family really appreciated it because oh, yeah. it's pretty cool. So. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Yeah. Wow, we got to take a quick break. We can still talk about well, we this stuff when we come back. We got to talk about Billy Joel and what's going on with BTS concert with their new rules and if you can even sing along Whoa. at a concert. Okay, I would never be allowed. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071. Oh, that song, Uptown Girl. You know, Billy Joel. Well, here's what's happening is apparently um, this guy... 
Um, Adam Rip. Mm-hmm. Mr. Adam Rip. Now, what was he? See, here's what happened. I want to just be really honest here. Be honest with us. Um, my co-host today is reading off of this planning sheet that okay, we do. Okay, can I tell you what I was trying to do? Can I just be, she can was I trying be more to honest be with you? Professional okay, I gotta take tease. my sweater off. No, and she forgot that I didn't read the story that I wrote down that I was gonna talk about. I've been listening to a lot of Donna and Steve experience. No, extravaganza. Extravaganza, <laughs> enlightenment. The Donna and Steve show, I have been spring and break, so I've been listening to a lot of Donna and Steve. You can say a lot about Steve Patterson, but that guy can tease. Sure. He's a so, teaser. So I wanted to practice and he's told me before, hey, this, you know, you gotta do you gotta promise something and give it to them. So I thought, what a great opportunity. She wrote Billy Joel all big here. She even said we're gonna talk about Billy Joel. So I thought, hey, why don't I try something? And I was gonna be the, the hero? The the secondary tease. I I mean Steve I'm- is the head tease. I'm just practicing my tease. <laughs> Well, okay. Okay. You tease. You tease another day. But seriously, Grant, I'm like, why? We playing Billy Joel. What? And you're playing Billy Joel. And I'm like, you people. Just because I, I write it down doesn't. Well, you mean know I've, what I'm gonna do? I'm, I'm gonna tell work. you about this Billy. Or yeah. The BTS. Is, this is that was a lot of inside baseball. What really goes on? But in, isn't that funny that like yeah. I lately have been like I got to practice I'm being like, a good radio host. And so I thought For I was your own show. I don't know why. Because so, I'm on spring break. I don't know. We'll do a quick little summary of the Billy Joel thing Thank here. You. So basically what's happening is he's not going to be involved with the project. His music is not going to be involved. It's basically going to focus on his life leading up to him becoming the piano man. Everything that he did, he's been given his blessing to be a, like, to the idea behind it, which makes the producer and the director really happy. And that's what they're kind of excited about is that. But he's not allowing it to be sourced out for his main music catalog. So it's going to be the prequel of how Billy Joel, what he experienced as a kid, what he experienced in his early life to get him to where he was to become the piano man that he got was. Got it. And, and it's with someone that worked with him before he really yes. got big, who was doing it, and he didn't have it authorized originally by Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. And thanks, then it's, thanks, Grant, for being the only professional one here, including myself. Well, I'm also a big Billy Joel fan. He's, How many times have you seen him? Uh, twice. I saw him back with Elton John at the Target Center Same. back in like 2000. Then that I saw like, him at Target Field. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he is, when as Brittany would say, another out. one of my hundred heroes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I give Grant a hard time. I was like, hey, Grant, didn't you have an amazing dad? Like, why do you need so many heroes? Like, I barely had a dad and I have like a hero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an only child. I spent a lot of time idolizing being just, around other people. No, Grant's just I, the type. He's just like, you know, so he loves so hard. I, I just, know. I love making fun of, you know. Just, yeah. And then we were just talking about saving voicemails and things like that. So really what we were doing during the break, Brittany and I, I'm making her because I just changed my phone plans, which by the way, people, mm-hmm. if you think you're paying too much, you are. <laughs> yeah. Because I was way overplaying, but I was too lazy to go into one of the, a different store and change my phone plan. Yeah. It saved me and my mom so much money. But I thought I lost my voicemail for my dad, oh. my last one. So I played it for Brittany. And then uh, we sent it to your honey, email. We sent you I have a bill here yeah. from the Star oh. Tribune. I'm just going to open it right now. Let me see. <laughs> mm. It's fifty six dollars and eighty cents. Eighty six cents. Um, okay, but now 
Because he was working with the VA trying yeah, to get yeah. this ways oh, of mean things. Was... Don't fill out the paperwork till you see me. I mean, oh my gosh. Okay, can I at least give one of my promises? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> can someone be professional around here? So, BTS is going to concert, and there's a lot of restrictions where it's going down. It's going down in, in Seoul. And one of them is no cheering. No, not no cheering loudly, no yelling, no chanting, no singing, no standing up during uh, the song. It's strictly prohibited. Why are they filming it or something? No, because of COVID. Oh, my. So these are all of in South Korea. These are all of um, the COVID restrictions. So they're like, okay, we want them to be able to do something. So. They ended up selling in the 70,000, uh, they could have 70,000 people in this wow. Seoul Olympic Stadium. They were able to do 15,000 people. And of course, those tickets sold insanely right. fast. Every, someone every 20 rows or something? Uh, yeah, they had it really spread out. Right. It's, it's crazy when you see clips from them. Um, and then instead of, you know, they didn't want them to be doing anything with their, you know, hands or spreading anything. Mm-hmm. They gave them these light clappers that they had to use while they're doing the show. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, especially because like, I did go to a concert with you recently, and <laughs> I did have to literally get plastic surgery so no one will ever recognize me again because you, were, you and your friend were belting along. Don't ever go to a oh, concert here's, with Here's me. the clappers. Okay. That little... Wow, that's, that's it. They had these little clappers. That they, they couldn't sing. They couldn't stand up. They oh, I would never go. I know you would never. I would never You'd go. You'd be still in the soul jail. <laughs> 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 What'd she do? She sang during a concert. Oh. Heaven forbid. All right, we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julie.